Hey everybody, welcome back to Quotes and Stuff with the Kennedy Bros. Uh, it's the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, TV shows. Uh, I'm your host, Nate Always, and I like to read Calvin and Hobbes. It's a good read. Ooh, nice. It but, is a good read. But I'm here with... We all grew uh, up on that. <laughs> I'm here with my, uh, my two brothers also. Um, this is TJ. I did not win the round of uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill that board game that I played last night. I was very sad. There wasn't even a trader. It was just everybody going after it this time. Was it free for all? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever played that game ever. It's a fun game. I don't know mm. if you would like it, Christian. Yeah, <laughs> I already, I'm already getting vibes that I wouldn't like it. It's like, <laughs> it's like a mix of Clue and D&D. Ooh, yeah, definitely, definitely not then. Um, because I don't really like to play Clue. And I tried to play D&D once and I'm like, yeah, no. Um, not that if you guys, if whoever is listening plays it, that's awesome. Just, you know, not for me. Those creative juices don't um, flow. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, mine just flow in a different way. Um, uh, I'm Christian and my favorite candy as a kid was baby, baby bottle pop. I don't Ooh, know if you guys remember that baby one. Baby bottle pop. Yeah. Baby <laughs> bottle pop. You yeah. and you dip it, baby <laughs> bottle pop. Dude, baby bottle pop. That is... It, underrated it, candy i mean it's it super sour but also super sweet and sugary at the same time those things are like canker sores like i would say on a stick but it's not a stick they're canker sores in a bottle yes. i mean uh-huh. oof, they're so bad for it's you how you get lip cancer right there but, yes oof, but they, uh they tasted good actually dude perfect recently did a video where they talked about like top 10 candies uh-huh. one of the guys number one baby bottle pop yeah I'm okay like, I, I respect that okay we Could i got some, something in common then with the with the dude perfect dudes yeah they well, should we'll, like we'll give them like, i'll give them a shout out if they give me a shout out you know <laughs> um did they their baby bottle pop still exist are they still out yeah i'm pretty sure they, they still really? exist it's just they don't i don't think so they put, i don't i don't see them when i'm shopping at the store but yeah, I, I don't not, look at the candy I, like I, I used to see i don't know if they they don't put they don't put them at the front of the store yeah, before big, you leave because that was like that's when you'd also get like the juicy drop pops and the push pops you know all mm, the pops all, all the pop. all the, all the, all the pop drop and lockets <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think they're like. big uh big money pushers uh, anymore so uh yeah, well, maybe, they, maybe yeah. the health code has gotten on them for the amount of sugar <laughs> they <laughs> have in them nah <laughs> fda don't care yes yeah, true i remember as a four-year-old i, I actually stole a baby bottle oh uh, no pop, and all right I felt, i'm calling the cops i felt so bad about it <laughs> I'm calling I, the cops. I told mom and we went back to the store and paid for it and yeah, i was just that's crying right. the entire that's right. time uh, horrible justice is served. <laughs> never, never stolen again since that moment. Mm-hmm. But, uh, felt so bad. Very good. But very at least good. you had good taste in baby bottle pop. <laughs> <laughs> at least if I was gonna, you know, commit a crime, I committed it for the right thing. Yes. <laughs> Four-year-old me knew what was up. Like uh, I'm not gonna steal no Hershey. <laughs> nah, nah. I couldn't do it. I felt so bad, dude. If baby bottle pop is listening, like we probably you know, just gave him great promotion. Yeah, right give, now. give us a sponsor, baby bottle. Like we would, uh, we'd be happy to. Uh, eat as many of those things for free as as we can, and we'll we'll give you guys a shout out at any time yeah. you want. <laughs> Don't prosecute me. I'm sorry. Yeah, really. Yeah. Also, back to uh, what Nate was saying, Calvin and Hobbes. I, I we should. I don't know if we could, but we should probably do an episode on. on yeah, that, that would Calvin be. Hobbes that'd one be time. branching out. That'd be. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, uh, it's a little uh, different, right? A little little deep track for the. That Technically, was, a comic. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh man, Calvin Hobbes. 
to some funny yeah, stuff. Yeah, we can do that. I'm sure some we funny can stuff. find a way. We can like yeah. focus on a volume or something like that. Or a couple yeah. top ten stories. Yeah. Yeah, let yeah. us yeah, let us oh, know. Oh, good call, TJ. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> this let is us why know. They pay me the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us let us know. Did you read Calvin and Hobbes as a kid? Because if you did that's classic. Yeah, you, you probably oh, yeah. have no. skills and abilities. Or some far beyond other uh, <laughs> Or you're probably 50 also. Or like, you're alone and you also have toys that come to life. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I was going to say, if you did read Calvin Hobbes, uh, like comment on Instagram or on Twitter, email us with uh, your favorite story. The ones that come immediately to mind are uh the the duplicate ones where he's uh, where he, or like the, where he, the uh, not the transfigure no not the, the, the transfigure no. i don't know how to say I that transmogrify yeah transmogrifier yes. or where he, where he flips it upside yeah. down and then he turns it into the duplicator <laughs> yeah, and then there's like six the of them oh that's, uh, that's a good one see, i just think of the snow goons yes that's, snow, snow goons that's classic yeah. Re- revenge of the babysat Ooh, <laughs> that's classic okay yeah, they're all very good oh well, classic you we gotta all not dive too deep into that yeah we'll we'll stop right there but shall we get to the quote for for today yeah let's do it let's do it forgot about it this might be um the longest quote that we've had thus far in uh in our podcast (laughs) sesh the longest it will ever be okay here we go you mustn't dwell on your mistakes buff you must learn from them and move on yes sir so where are you sir just drop it buff Mm. I think that one might also be the easiest one <laughs> thus far. I don't know. No, no, the I would say the the one we had yes. on the previous yeah. week on yeah. the Darth Maul episode. I think okay. that's the easiest one because this one still. I don't know how many people. Rem- well, I think people remember this movie. I don't know how many people will have seen it. Though. That's true. And but the voice, the voice, the actor, um, he is very recognizable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not necessarily the movie, uh, but. Well, they, it's, they, it's a good one. They did make, they did make three of those movies. They did. Which is, oh, I still haven't seen the third. Neither have I. But anyways, that's, we'll that's check the quote. Check out Netflix real quick. See if <laughs> anything's on. But uh, try, to, try to guess the quote before we reveal it at the, the end of the podcast. Yeah. Semi, also, Semi has to do with our theme for today. Yeah, it does a little bit. Yes, we are. Uh, shall we dive into yeah, the Let's topics? do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Nothing to lose. Okay, so this week we are talking about the the infamous spy movie with the infamous James Bond, meaning he only played it once. Shaken, not stabbed. But yeah, we're talking about a James Bond movie on Her Majesty's Secret Service released in uh, 1969. We landed on the moon! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh yeah yes this is come on come on you guys have got got gotta have known that one right I, yeah I, I remember this 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 happens every time we talk about the, the the late 60s yeah it's true it's true um i think i know what it is but i, I i'm not certain if it's that that i haven't seen it for a long time i think i think it is okay. anyways um uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Then, yeah, who's the who's the actor in this? What's yeah, his name? Uh, George Lazenby. That's right. George Lazenby. Lazenby. This should never happen to the other one. <laughs> he he famously only played James Bond once. And, Sad day for him. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, it's kind of like after the first. It's I think it's the sixth or seventh James Bond because you know yeah. Sean Connery had done it up to that point, but oh, then cool. Sean Connery didn't not come come back, and so they got this new guy and then immediately afterwards sean connery did come back for <laughs> the, the the sequel They're like hey buddy you're good but sean's coming back but, we, yeah. we want sean sean we want him back yeah uh, 
But I guess let's start off with that. What do you guys think of George Lazenby as James Bond? He's very... Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to trying to come up with the, with the right words. What's the Say dude that's lanky. in... Lanky. Uh, he is, he's, a, he's a lanky dude. True. Um, uh, Roger Moore. That's who he, Roger, He's very Roger Moore-esque, in my opinion. I feel like mm-hmm. he's, he's a dark-haired Roger Moore. Or just kind of very, very, very smooth. Maybe a little too smooth. Where nothing too smooth to move, man. <laughs> Step aside. <laughs> nothing ever seems like stuff goes wrong, but he ne- he isn't necessarily super riled by it, right? And I guess that's a pretty common James Bond thing. But even with like a, a Conray or a, a Brosnan or a Jan- or a Dan- Daniel Craig, I feel like there are moments where they were like, "Oh crud! Like this is happening. Got to figure it out." Where like, whereas George and and Roger Moore were kind of like everything's fine oh the world's exploding but I, i'll take care of it you know so um but he i don't know i still thought he did a pretty good job just you know james bond-esque smooth uh, loves the ladies they love him etc you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't really have much to add to that amen <laughs> yeah oh uh, he's uh he looks very old i gotta say oh yeah that's right he- I think he is. No, no. So you, I, yeah, yeah, what was he in the movie so again? You, you, so, so all the James Bond actors, we'd say, are traditionally cast older. Like Daniel Craig was 38. Chris Brosnan okay. was 42. Uh, what's his? Sean Connery was 30. I think he was 31, 32. Uh, oh, so so he, was, he was a little bit younger. He was a little bit younger. Did but, I look it? <laughs> no, yeah, no. but uh, yeah, George Lazenby was the youngest James Bond at 30 in this movie. He's 30 years old? Yes. Yeah. He looks like he's 50. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy smokes. Doesn't um, go both ways. I'm I mean, sure that treated him well when he was 10, but... <laughs> maybe he just, like, laid out in the sun a lot during his 20s and got that, that uh, tan, leathery skin and that aged him by 20 years. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, yeah he does not look his age at all. But, I mean, that's kind of what they're going for with, with these James Bond films. They want the, the older spy that who... You know, been around can, the block. Yeah, he's been around the block. Knows what he's doing. So I guess good, good casting call. But. Yeah, but I think yes, he is very Roger Moore esque. Where there is that little sense of, of goofiness a little bit because it's still the late sixties. <laughs> but I also yes, feel, yes. but I also feel like they they do a good job of adding, I think, more stakes in this one, and they make him still a little more serious while there's still that that campiness that I think the Bond franchise has a mm-hmm. little bit. They still inter, intertwine it with the real stakes and with uh, the, the real characters in this film. This one was a little more campy, I think, oh, than yeah. some of the others. At least at least some of the fight scenes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very much the, the, fight the, the fight scenes. I don't, know are... if I, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here no, on some of the questions. Let's, let's move into this to the, the action sequences in this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't say I was a, a huge fan um, of the action sequence. It was very... 50s Batman-esque, right? Now I'm just kind of... You, mean, gonna... you mean 60s Batman-esque? Oh, oh early, early no, 60s, no. though. 50s. <laughs> early, early 60s, right? Like when, when it was Batman and Robin, that one... The, the, the TV show, it was... No, that was like... A, was that, or was that late 60s? That was mid-60s. Mid-60s, oh, okay. okay. Well, that makes sense then, because this is a, a the, 1969 60s. film. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of reminded me of the action sequences in those uh, 1960s Batman, where they like, they punch, and then there's a kapow, or a another kick and a blow, you know, like the, literally the words Chicka are like blah. popping up on screen. Um, 
Yeah, just kind of unrealistic fighting. I guess I'd say it's even worse than the Batman. No, it is. is. They they have this weird. uh, It's like a jump cut thing, and so like, (laughs) like it's like they'll be fighting, and then there'll be a jump cut, and that's like. Biff. Yeah, well, the bi- the biffs are in there a lot, but also like <laughs> well, he swings poof. and when he bah. hits, they immediately switch the camera angle, and then the guy will jump back twenty yes. feet. And it's, uh, every single time someone gets hit, they change the camera angle. He's got be- this. Uh, it's got this like weird. Uh, he does this weird slap thing yeah, on yeah. them. It's just like <laughs> he takes his like arm like all the way like to the ground and then all the way up and does like this like weird a Super s- Mario kind of punch. <laughs> Mario. Yeah. yeah. But like, see, I, watching this film, I had previously watched the the uh, the, the previous six uh, Sean Connery films in the '60s, and so like, I don't know. It's neither action is really great, obviously, due to the the time. You know, you're limited by their technology. But yeah. like, I would say the Sean Connery, it's kind of just like two guys in a death struggle, and it's just kind of in slow motion, and it's like they're <laughs> they're choking each other for for five minutes, and then they're like one punch. But this one, I think, attempted to be like, well, let's try to speed up the action with jump cuts, but. <laughs> At the same time, it, it just makes it work. even like what the heck is going on. But Tony, I'm limited by the technology of my time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good quote. Well done, TJ. Well done. But yeah, the the yeah. The, the, the fist, the hand to hand fights are, are are not great in no, this. But, definitely not. But I do gotta say, I think the the chase sequences are actually they're not bad. They're uh, I, I would disagree. Um, this is, I think, one of the faults of the movie is the fact that it goes on for five hours. Okay. okay. And how the chase scene from the top of the mountain literally lasts, like, in the movie time, it lasts over a whole day, like, and a night. And then in real time, it's about an hour long, but they're oh, yeah. still running. But I don't know. But, there. like, I know that I think that uh, initial ski chase down the mountain I don't, I don't know. It starts out all right. But no, I think that is pretty impressive and is uh, pretty, I don't know, it looks pretty good for the time because, you know, real, act, real actors, real stuntmen, and they're going down this this giant mountain where James Bond is trapped. But I think I think I know what you're about to mention. <laughs> Even the guy that, you know, goes flying <laughs> off the edge of the cliff, stuntman, oh. he didn't make it. We should have. Uh, no, that one okay, was a, that that's, was a dummy. That's a, that's a funny shot. There's... Yeah. there's <laughs> Nate, do you want to say it? Yeah, so like at the end of this chase scene, it's like the they're on top of this mountain and then James Bond stops because right like like maybe 200 feet below him is where the town is, but that's where the, the drop-off is oh. for the cliff. And explain that it's like a... It's a up Pre- in the Alps, right? Yes. So it's, mm. been a, it's been a ski chase, it's right? The, it's the precipice. <laughs> the precipice, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's what it is. So <laughs> they've been... They've been... The bad dudes have been chasing <laughs> Bond down the hill. Yes. Yeah. And so James Bond stops... And so, like, one of them he hits with the skis, but the other one, he kind of stops, and this guy keeps going. And so then he jumps off the huge Alp cliff. And, you know, like, oh, you're like, okay, it just shows him fall off. <laughs> no, for an extended probably good two minutes, it shows him screaming and falling all the way down to the bottom. Okay, okay. It's, not, it's not two minutes. No, no, no. Like, it's at least a good minute 30. Like, no, no, I don't know if it's I see, that I think long. I, it, feel, it feels like forever. It really does. It's it's probably like a solid 30 seconds mm-hmm. of just this guy falling, just falling, 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 screaming, falling, falling. And you're like, wait, is, <laughs> is this ever going to be done? Does it like cut back to Bond or cut to it, the no, guy? It doesn't it's just, cut just showing. It just shows the dummy fall, 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 and then finally hit the ground. But it's like, yeah, it's one oh, of the longest oh, falling see, shots oh, I've hey, ever seen. Hold up. I got to pull this up. I swear this is like um, at least a minute 30 long. I don't, I don't, no, I don't think no, it was no, that no, long. No. 
Okay, well, Nate, you you can pull it up and be playing it in the background, and we'll we'll still be we, talking here. We we get down. Uh, no, there's no, there's no way it would be two minutes or minute and a half because then, I don't know, people would be up in arms. <laughs> They'd be like, okay, this is this is ridiculous. The but, people have a right to know. People have a right to know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For the other action scenes, though, the only one that I thought was actually really entertaining was when they lay siege to the. The, uh, the fortress, the fortress, like okay, at the end. A, and then like when he when he uh, <laughs> slides across, because uh, a majority of this movie takes place in a, a winter setting in the Alps, and so and so there's like a, an earlier scene where all these girls are curling and he curls with them or whatever, and then when they like they, the sport, the sport, yeah. yes, yeah, sorry, um, and then when they go mm-hmm. and do it, uh, James Bond he curls himself down the path <laughs> to shoot some people. You know, super ineffective move, you know, completely exposes him to get shot, but it works perfectly. <laughs> it's super effective. <laughs> yeah, but we also have the, the bobsled chase at the end. Oh, gosh. Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, they do utilize every aspect they can of the winter because they, they show him skiing, they show him curling, they show him bobsled all while uh, fighting. He's yep. like a professional everything, every winter sport there is. And there was ice skating. I mean... Come on, what can this man not do? It's James Bond. Couldn't build a snowman. They didn't do that. He's ah, too busy. That is <laughs> true. Build a snowman. Well, he was also locked in a prison for, quote, prison for a while oh, in, in, the, in the movie. Yeah. This movie is a long movie. It's oh, like my goodness. Thing. Two and a half hours. It was it was far too long. <laughs> I mean, some movies, they it works. Like Infinity War, yeah, it works. It's a fantastic movie. One of the best of the best of the best. Oh, no. <laughs> um, every, every, podcast, uh, <laughs> every podcast, we're going to get that in. <laughs> yeah, lobbed it up to myself. Slam dunk. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas move. Um, yeah, but this one, you're like, all right, I am, I'm ready for it to be, to be, uh, be over and ending. So many times, <laughs> many times we thought it would be over. I just, I don't know. Maybe we'll get into this a little bit more, Nate. Sorry again, if I'm jumping, jumping ahead, but I, I didn't feel like the story flowed super well. I think yeah. some of the, the differences between those Sean Connery uh, films uh, prior, those six films prior, was even though they didn't have you know great action, they just had the the struggling of two guys <laughs> that are trying to choke each other for like a minute, right? So not necessarily great action, but I thought the stories were a little more well done. Uh, maybe well the, done. the villains <laughs> a little more intriguing. So not necessarily on all of them. Yeah, I would but, say some of them, yes, but... I don't know. I would say the first James Bond is so boring. Which which one is it again? Doctor No. Doctor No. Because Doctor No. You okay. don't you don't meet the villain until literally the last ten minutes of the movie when <laughs> everything is like resolved right then and there. Because you're like, what, what what's going on? When uh, what year did that one come out? Was uh, that early sixties? That was nineteen sixty two. Okay. Yeah. See, so they were still figuring it out. <laughs> but at the same time, though, it's like. Blowfield's the bad guy in this one. Yeah, because I was going to be my next question is, what do you guys think about Blowfield in this? Like his his he's just not a like his evil plan isn't very good. <laughs> I don't think like his whole purpose is like I just want my name cleared and want to be respected or some crap like that. It's like well, well his, his plan was just like I'm gonna keep the world hostage with this kind of virus that you censor out these women. But then it also, doesn't make sense. Like then why he, send the women? Just like <laughs> in, was it, it's like until they clear my name type thing. No, because it's just like he wants to be pardoned of his crimes because he's been because right. he's been well, he's the the head of the the criminal organization for like years and he's just like I just want to live my life normally after 
what 20 plus years of crime <laughs> yeah, but don't, I don't we all yeah, like, that's what i wanted after i stole the baby model pot like i think if it's just like you spend the majority of your life doing crime and you're just like well no i'm tired of it and i don't want to have to be on the run forever mm. i don't I, know i guess there's that new liam neeson film that's coming out where he's a bank robber um <laughs> and i mean you know just your classic liam neeson film where he plays that same role over and over of taken the taken role, yeah, the taken taken role. role. <laughs> i mean i mean he's found his niche and and mm-hmm. i can't hate on it because he's quite on gin you he's know? great he's so, everything but it's basically that that kind of same thing where it's like oh i've been a crime lord forever um but now i just want the normal life so i guess if liam neeson wanted it then i can understand why this guy would want it so <laughs> well but it, i don't know it just doesn't seem like no, like it never feels like the entire movie like there is an imminent threat uh, no. to the world you're just kind of like oh Okay. Like they're just trying to chase Bond. Yeah. There's some love interest going on. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's odd. Oh yeah. But how about that then for like the first, what is it? Oh, 40 minutes? At we, least. There's, it's just the love story of Bond chasing after this girl so that he can get the information to finally go track down Blowfield. Yeah. And like the girl is like the dad or the, the girl's dad is this the, like big time he's mob the, member. The, the, the second highest criminal organization besides okay. uh, Spectre. Besides Spectre, yeah. So <laughs> I like honestly, I was watching this. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> I, I was very, very confused. And and then like then in the middle of the movie, it goes to the action sequences, and then like at the end, it brings back the gal. Yeah. And you're like, wait, but what, where has she been this entire time? Yeah. And a half. It was, it was well, what do you think about it? The, the girl in this movie? Uh, can, what, was her, what is her name? Contessa? I remember her last... Uh, Tracy, that's it. <laughs> Miss Katka. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, uh, Batman. That's about it. Uh, I like her. Like, yeah, she's like a really her cool... She's, I think she's one of the cooler Bond girls. She actually does stuff and, and wrecks. Rex face. She she murders a dude with the, the spike decorations on the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> This was the the first time uh, I think outside of the the Daniel Craig film where he's into oh what's her name I'm totally spacing uh, and, and Casino Royale yeah uh, Eva Vesper Vesper, Vesper. Mm-hmm. I was about yeah. to say um, that I was like oh wait Bond might settle down with this gal get married etc cetera, etc cetera, right the only other time I'd really seen that I think and and there might be others and I'm just forgetting because there's so many mm-hmm. Bond films. Um, I don't think so. But, I think it's the only one. Like he said, he's, he tries to settle down with Vesper, and mm-hmm. obviously it doesn't end well. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen that, it never um, does. <laughs> and then this one, it's like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna settle down, and then they switch to Sean Connery, and obviously d- doesn't settle down for other reasons. Well, like well, even in this movie, because it's like they're supposed to they fall in love at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then he's like, well, I gotta go off and do this, and so then he kind of mm-hmm. goes off, but still while he's off, he's like, yeah, I'll sleep with all these women. <laughs> yeah. But then after when they, they meet again, then that's when he's like, okay, like I don't think I'm gonna meet another person like you. Because yeah. especially like in his line of work, so he's like, let's get married, which mm-hmm. kind of drives the, the plot till the end of the film. Yeah, it's like, I don't need to stop Blowfield. Just need to marry you, but you know, I think yeah, no, like he found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, with with the girl Tracy, it shows like because a lot of times women are kind of just they don't really do anything in, in the, the, Bond, in the films. Bond films. Yeah, they're just kind of. Uh, but like I know, I think she, you know she actually did something. She actually showed like yes, like I wouldn't cons- like I would say in Casino Royale, like Vesper is like Bond's equal almost mm, basically. Yeah, definitely. But, but in this, she's kind of like I, I think a good counterpart to Bond, where it's like, well, I'm not just a helpless person that's here just 
just for you, just for you to sleep with, but kind of can actually do things. And I think I did enjoy like, because she was the the daughter of this huge crime Lord that gave mm-hmm. her ability. So it's like, okay, I'm not just a helpless damsel in distress. That's either going to get murdered or just thrown behind like yeah. majority of Bond films do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sign of the times, that's kind of how they, how they did it back then with most of the Bond or most films in general, <laughs> yeah. especially in the Bond especially films. Especially Bond. But yeah, good old, good old Bond. Tracy's mom, <laughs> he's got it going on. Yeah, I, but I think w- you mean Stacy. <laughs> but there what, it is again. What'd you guys think of the the twist at the end, though? I guess with Tracy's spoiler alert, but everything's a spoiler alert on this, basically. <laughs> I did, that was really random. I'm gonna, I'll give it that. Like, what are you talking about the spoiler that that she dies? dies. Yeah, okay, they, yeah, they, yeah they, they, gunned they, down. they they get married and then they pull off the road for a second and then Blowfield comes back. He's not dead and <laughs> with a net cast. <laughs> yes, and the creepy uh, German lady. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, just kind of a bummer, right? But so I, I don't want to say like I saw it coming, but like kind of saw it coming. I didn't. It was a little bit out of the blue, right? At the end, you're you're kind of hoping, oh sweet. James Bond finally found someone like he feels comfortable with and that he wants to spend the rest of his life with. And then all of a sudden, boom, like she dies. So it was, yeah, just kind of, kind of a bummer. Right. And and then they don't really explore uh, a serious relationship (laughs) with James Bond until basically Vesper. Yeah. Cause even the, the sequel to this movie, which is uh, the Diamonds Are Forever, which Sean Connery is back. Forever. Like Blowfield's the bad guy again, even though he has a different face for the third time. That's actually because <laughs> the first time you see Blowfield, uh, his face is in the, the one before this where it's a, uh, oh, what is that one called? The one that's in Japan. Live and Let Die. No, yeah. no uh, it's, a, it's a Connery one. Yeah, yeah what it's a, uh, what's it going to call it? <laughs> not uh, from Russia with love. Not in Japan. No, not. Oh, no, it's <laughs> You Only Live Twice. Yes, You Only Live Twice. Yeah. And so you meet him the first time then, and you, he has the weird scar over his eye. Mm-hmm. And then you meet him in this one, he has no scar. And then you meet <laughs> him. surgery. And then you meet him in the next one where he uh, actually does do plastic surgery or this weird face mixing thing. And there's also like two of them. Oh, because right, like he, they killed one and it's not the right guy. Yeah, because at the yeah. beginning, big, like at the, the first maybe two minutes of this movie are supposed to be Bond getting revenge. Like he murders like. In, in Diamonds Are Forever. In Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. He murders mm-hmm. like three people then to find Blowfield. And then he throws Blowfield in this like boiling thing. He throws bo- Blowfield in this like the, the geyser thing where they like change your face. But then he boils him alive. And he's Oof. like, well, that, that's it. But like Oof. in that first two minutes, it's like, oh, everything's all cleared up now. That was it. But then <laughs> end of Blowfield's movie. alive. But anyways. Well, I think that's. That's my issue with it is I think they were trying, which is kind of funny, what they were trying to do in Honor Majesty's Secret Service uh, is what they did in Casino Royale, and they did it a lot better. Yeah. So because in Casino Royale, he's hanging out with Vesper the whole time when they're really developing a strong relationship, and he sleeps with another chick, but that's like at the beginning. Um, it's, it makes a lot more sense like when she dies, and it's a lot more heart-wrenching. Whereas like George Lazenby is like, I love you. Oh, let me take a nice hour and a half break from you with a bunch of other women. It's well, like, oh, but I still love you. Yeah, well, you honestly, she's not in that Mm-mm. that hour and a half of the movie. So I kind of just forgot about her. I was like, oh, you know, she's just gone. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, wait, this girl is relevant. And but you just, yeah, yeah you, you just, just forgot about her. You didn't have as much connection when she did die. You're like, oh, well, that's kind of sad, yeah. a little bit random. But, yeah. Okay. And I think the way that Vesper died 
as well is a little more sad. Like, right, she's in the cage, and then but she also kills herself. She kills herself, and then well, at the, at the end though, right? She did. Yeah. At the end though, I think she was trying to get out. But right? it, she showed a little more of a struggle to try and get out, and then Bond's like, "Okay, I'm gonna save her." But whereas whereas the other other gal just got, you know, yeah. See, well, that's that's my problem. It's like you know, you really should be fine in Casino Royale. You're with Bond, but she's just kind of like, well. Time to peace out. Well, she just never felt she could be safe because of the Spectre organization, right? I mean, again, this is this yes, is a this did, is a discussion for yeah, another a, time a, a that we could get into. She just pulled a Captain America, man. <laughs> like, gotta put her down. Do you not have control of the plane? <laughs> no, I do. Everything's fine. Are the bombs on a timer to go off? No, no, they're actually in a little. It's like a blue one. <laughs> where, uh, there's actually a deleted scene in Avengers Endgame where oh, yeah. uh, it's Rhodey talking to Captain America, and he's like. It's like, wait, why? So why did you crash the plane? It's like there are bombs on board. Bombs on board. People are gonna die. It's like, couldn't you have just landed the plane in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> like, and kind of uh, Captain America kind of just gives him a look, but then they just move on. <laughs> but yeah, he's probably got that question a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. but That's... see, I kind of like how, like, yes, it's not maybe done to the best super well, but it's like it's giving James Bond stakes because. I think everything up to the previous point and even for the next several years of James Bond films, <laughs> not much. There's not really any stakes at all. There's Agreed. not even much reason to care. It's just kind of like, well, character development. It's, yeah. it's just a random story, random spy story after yeah. random spy story. It's just like, yeah, well, here's Bond. Here's the bad guy. Here's some woman to sleep with. He's going to probably kill the bad guy at the end. There's probably an evil henchman of the bad guy. Always. But, mm -hmm. but yeah. I mean, sometimes those movies are entertaining, though. Yeah. I mean, like, we yeah. talked about the. The other week on our podcast, Fast and Furious. Sometimes you just want some Family. some action and, and explosions and dumb <laughs> family, right? So that's probably kind of what those okay. some of those James Bond films were, really. Yeah. Also, uh, if you can do a good Vin Diesel impression, please send us that oh, way. Oh yeah, because not many people have a good Vin Diesel impression. I, but I, if you have a good Vin Diesel impression, please send us our way because I would love to hear that. They're tough. I try, but his voice is like it's so low it's, and like he's, he's got gravelly like, at the same like, time. He's like mumbling. He's got like a mumble growl at the same time as he's speaking. Lovely. <laughs> I just I can't. Dude, I don't know. All I can think of is like the pacifier and he doesn't seem too difficult to quote there <laughs> the pacifier uh, well oh you haven't you haven't seen have you seen any of the no, fast and furious any. movies oh man you gotta watch them i it's, really only only watch the fifth one because it's a heist movie no no, you like know, so, no five six seven are all really good yeah they're pretty they're pretty good like, i mean as good in quotes meaning like <laughs> it's a great uh, it's a good action film it, it's an action flick high explosives you got the bad guys that are mm -hmm. in there throwing punches, doing everything. I mean, you got Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I mean, yes. we'll give him a shout out if he gives us a little shout out. Um, <laughs> Always, yes. It's amazing what you can do, like with a gang of uh, drag drag racers. <laughs> like, well, the, the, the way you can no, progress no, 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 and grow uh, together. Yeah, street racers. Street racers. Because they no, it's drag racing. Yeah. It, no, drag racing is. What's the difference? It's drag racing is kind of you use drag racing to when you're going around crazy corners to slow down. Like no, that's called. Uh, you know what? I I'm I won't chime in because I, I don't really okay. know the yeah, exact we, we don't definitions. Really, we don't know that there's a difference though. I don't think they're the same thing. We'll look it up. We'll get back to you guys on that one. Man. We'll get back to you guys. But on that one. you know, we're, we're, we'll probably make TJ watch all the Fast and oh, Furious yeah. movies one definitely, day. Definitely, definitely. Um, this is horrible. <laughs> but back to what we were saying. Back to James Bond. <laughs> no, I was saying first back to send us a Dom impression from Fast and Furious, yes. not from the Pacifier, because his tone is a little bit higher in Pacifier. Yeah, see, that's what I'm. And hearing. it's very low and all about talking about family in the in the uh, in the Fast and Furious movies or films. So 
Well, yeah, no, but now back, back back to James Bond. Yeah, what do you guys think of him not really having a ton of gadgets in this movie? Ooh, yeah, like no car in this one was. Yeah, I guess well, he, he did it's have a, a, it's a bummer. He did have one right at the very beginning. Remember? Oh yeah, he does drive yes. it to save her life. Um, but, but, but but like, there's no there's no. Well, Q is in this movie, but yeah. there's no scene of Q's like, here's a gun, here's a tracking device, here's a pen that here's you click the, at the right amount of times, it blows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I mean, part of James Bond is is the gadgets right i think mm-hmm. that's kind of one of the things that makes him different um different than some of the other other just super brutal suave assassins out there like i think of like matt damon in in the born <laughs> ultimatum i like i haven't i guess i haven't seen those in a little while but i don't but remember they're, him they're, having a lot of like gadgets well, and he, gizmos. well he what he does in the boring is he kind of creates like he'll take normal objects and, and then makes them makes into stuff into like okay. a weapon or a tool he okay. can use which yeah. is part of the boring but, but yeah the gadgets and the gizmos are kind of part of james bond's mo you know so it was a little disappointing not to see those but. this is true yeah I, I don't know i always like that's the other thing when you're spending a whole time in a winter wonderland you don't oh there was i guess a car chase i forget about yes <laughs> there was because it's, it's, it's part of the ski chase so the, the, the ski chase then the car chase and then the car, but it was like it wasn't Back like to another ski chase afterwards it, it wasn't like the same kind of car chase you know where it's like going through traffic and maybe like bombs and guns are going off they're just kind of going through the alps like no but they also have the the the, there's that car racing thing going on in the middle and they just oh yeah that that part's fun they they drive in the circle like four times before they they crash for the bad guy's car (laughs) yeah but yeah just missing a lot of those classic explosions and 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 gizmos but there is the the one gadget that he does use when he makes uh, photocopies in the oh, guy's yeah. office. Which, <laughs> okay, okay. I guess there's that that one. Which it was, I thought that was a pretty, uh, it was ingenious how they got that up there because they used the, the construction site to mm-hmm. crane it in, which I don't know. Like, well, I, huh. I think the hard part though with it is though, you're like, I'm watching it and I'm like, what the heck is this massive machine? What is he doing? And then you're like, oh, it's the 60s. This would have been like yeah. super ahead of its time yes. to have this kind yes. of technology. See, what I thought when I saw that is uh, comparing it to Mission Impossible. I think it's it might be Rogue Nation. with a, I, I, It's the one in, when they're in Dubai. Oh, that's a Ghost Protocol. Ghost Mission, Protocol. Mission Impossible 4. Yeah, mission, great I movie. Remember, uh, they have to make copies of yes. certain documents. I and every time, every time the, the guy gal, blinks, mm-hmm, every time the guy blinks, boom. It makes the photocopy of it because he has um, the, the contact in yes. there. It's like okay, like compare that to you know the sixties, <laughs> this giant basically piano of a briefcase mm. that they have to do. It. But again, gotta give him credit. It's 1969. You know, we just landed on the moon, so <laughs> like we'll, we'll we'll let them have their their gadgets. I just wish there was a couple more. Yeah, I, I agree because yeah, you you love the gadgets and yeah. Bond. It's that's gotta, what's classic Bond is gadgets. It's classic. <laughs> gotta have him but well, what did you guys think of the, the set design in in this film and the different places they go to see and that's what i didn't necessarily like is more because the james bond movie that he always goes to like two places starts out somewhere does something for a while and then eventually uh, ends up with the with the bad guy wherever the, the high uh secret fortress is or whatever but in, <laughs> All, there's always a secret fortress, always is one. fortress. <laughs> but in this one it was just I mean, well, there, he, he starts off. There's two places you know, in hanging he, out with a girl. He starts off in the beach place in somewhere in Europe. No, no, but I mean, like, he actually spends time somewhere, like, pertinent to the mission. And, like, well, for he, the first 40 minutes, he's just wooing this girl. But he also had to get the, he had to figure out the copy machine. 
also <laughs> yeah, put into the machine. machine i guess but it's like it's different when it's like you don't really like you expect him to be in london for like he like okay maybe the opening scene he's doing something somewhere dangerous then he's in london for like 10 15 minutes learning about the mission then he leaves and goes somewhere else to do the first thing that he's supposed to do does it figures out where the secret fortress is and, and then, then goes, goes to the secret fortress but, but the whole time he was like the, in london or hanging out at the secret fortress but i don't know technically he does do that because he goes while wooing the girl he also figures out where blowfield is yeah so but it's, it's like all happening like i guess eh. i'll give it I, I can i can understand that it's not as it's not super exciting or it's not super like it's not crazy pertinent or it's not like intense in the first location yes. where he's at yes mm -hmm. Not necessarily the the set, but the at least where the where the shots took place in the Alps. Definitely pretty cool. Yeah, like yeah. When they're going up to where they're going up on the gondola, and it just or then they go in the helicopter, and it just keeps them going higher and higher and higher. Definitely some cool shots. I mean, that's what, that would be an, an awesome place to to film a movie. I, I got to go there in eighth grade, not for a movie, but uh, uh Switzerland. You're Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like go up in a gondola, and it's like, oh man, this place is, is spectacular, right? So definitely a cool place for them to shoot a movie. I think they spent a little too long um, there <laughs> but, because that's where the fortress yes, was. Yes, but I, I do like the the inside of the fortress and like the the design elements in that because I feel like what we've not never really gotten with modern Bond films is very great interior design. Because right, if you look right. at all of the old Bond films, they always go to something like yes, it's a wacky place, but the inside is always very unique and particular, mm -hmm. and that's something that's true. I think you no, know, this movie does that all the older Bond films do does well is they get the interior design that is something very very unique and cool to look Including at putting a bunch of spikes on your wall <laughs> i think of, <laughs> that is true i think of like playing goldeneye right and there's mm. the or what's that what's the level uh there's the russian level and like the whole place is about to explode are you saying that the first level or a facility that that's yeah that facility because it's in the movie are, are, with uh it's are, the pierce brosnan one yeah and are you saying this is right after sean bean supposedly dies the first time he gets shot no sorry sorry not gold i'm, I'm talking about goldeneye the video game yeah but, right? the, but the goldeneye the video game is exactly like goldeneye the movie uh, they I, do the all the exact same things oh. besides the unless you're talking about the 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 new levels within the temple are you talking about that no or, no, no, no no i'm just thinking of oh maybe i'm just getting confused then but i just remember like the Russian, the Russian set. I remember seeing it in the video game, and then seeing it um, on uh, on or in the movie, and I was like, "Oh wow, actually, that's a pretty cool set." Like it was very, I don't know, it was very cool. And they spent, you know, enough time there where you're able to kind of look at it and be like, "Okay, this." You is mean like in the bunker or in a the bunker, house? the bunker? Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, of. yeah, but <laughs> maybe I, I might just be spewing bunker off. Yeah. useless info. Yeah, fun but. fact: we played Goldeneye. Well, I at least I played Goldeneye before I ever watched Goldeneye the movie. So same, <laughs> true. I same. Never, I thought Bar Baron Samdai was a bad guy in Goldeneye. Yeah, see, <laughs> well, yeah, because they have the, <laughs> because he's in the game. Yeah, I thought they were going to add that in too. And so I was, yeah, I was disappointed as well. But. Oh man, if you get just a little a little trick for you guys, always play paintball mode on GoldenEye on N64, I think it makes it so much fun, more fun, because then you can, like, you're, like, basically, like, you're spray-painting the walls <laughs> as, you're, uh, as you're fighting at the same time. So. Yes, sir. but the, the number one rule of GoldenEye, don't play Oddjob. Just don't do it. It's, he's cheap. He's too short. He's, oh, no, no, he's the best one to play. No, no, like, if you want to win, play Oddjob. If you want to lose, be Jaw. <laughs> but if you want everyone to hate you, also play Oddjob. Yeah, Oddjob's the worst. Well, it's just because we always do slappers only. That's the only oh, reason. Slappers is, is the good mm. way to play. Yeah. Terrible, but... terrible graphics. Yes. Oh, yeah. my goodness. It's, right. all, it's all nostalgia, though. It, it is. It's right. very, very nostalgic. 
but, it's like um, worse than NBA Live. <laughs> no, I would say they're on yeah. par with each other. Just NBA Live, you're not as close, right? So you can't see how bad the players' faces That's are. That's true. But going going back to the James Bond movie, not gold on that. What do you guys think of how he had to change his voice to impersonate that guy for the for like twenty minutes of the movie? Okay, was it actually his voice? But like, well, film, I don't think filming wise would be like, oh, yeah, the actor can do this. I'm just saying in the movie that he completely changes, like he completely changes his voice to the other guy. To me, I didn't notice the difference. Everybody talks about this, but I'm like, he just sounded the same to me. <laughs> really? I, I, didn't I, thought, I thought there was a, a big difference. I didn't think it was the same dude. I'm like, OK, wait a minute. Is this like I wasn't sure if it was like the voice was dubbed over or yeah, yeah, I think I, know that, what it was. I think the voice was dubbed over, okay. but I'm just saying I couldn't the, tell. Yeah, I'm just saying in the film, what do you guys think of James Bond being able to completely change his voice to a hey, different person? Again, that is one of the many talents of James Bond, right? <laughs> he is he's a renaissance man, right? He can <laughs> curl, he can ski, he can bobsled, right? And he can impersonate almost anyone. So Man for all seasons. I think, I think it I think it fits uh well. Maybe it doesn't fit his MO, but uh, it's expected because he's just kind of the guy that can do basically mm. basically uh, anything. Okay. So it kind of makes him this OP character, right? But, you know, it's James Bond. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm looking through my notes, seeing if I have any other things. But I thought I, we, I should mention TJ's favorite scene in the movie of when they're in the second ski chase. Or part of, it's like the end part of the final oh, ski yeah. chase. Oh, yeah. This is fantastic. Or, or, do you want to go ahead yeah, and say I was it? stoked by this because, you know, we're going on. This is the day two of the ski chase. <laughs> we're probably about minute 35 at this point. Well, maybe 45 if you include um, them spending the night. Um, and then there's this as they're it's Bond and the girl and Tracy. And as they're going, they like jump over this little ledge uh, thing and I'm uh, making a path down the ledge is a, a massive snowblower plower thing. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, give it to me, give it to me. Naturally, one of the bad guys who's following doesn't make the jump, falls in, and gets grinded up by the snowblower and all the red snow comes shooting out. And I'm like, now that's classic James Bond oh, right there. Yeah. That snowblower had some power. <laughs> Yeah. That thing had some power. Yeah. If it can literally grind uh, a human human man, I mean that's a, that's the type of snowblower we need out here when it's snowing in the winter. That'll, that'll get rid yeah. of all our snow. Dude, the Swiss they they don't mess around. <laughs> that's true. To snow. They don't mess around. They got snow around there all the time. So. Yeah, but but overall, I know you get you guys will disagree with this. See, I like this movie. I, I like the, the the campiness more. And the, the 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 things that happen, even though it's older, I like I like the tone of this a lot more than what we've uh, I guess gotten in modern Bond. Because besides really Casino Royale, like I'm kind of sick of the super dark and gritty Bond. Because besides Casino Royale, we haven't really gotten a great Bond movie. Like you know, Casino Royale, great, but then the rest of them are just kind of meh. And it's just like I like I'm tired Quantum. of it. Everybody rags on Quantum. I, I, I don't think it. Quantum's bad, but I just don't think Quantum's super memorable. No. That's fair. I think, yeah, Casino Royale, of the modern ones, definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't like this one a ton. I didn't like no. um, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Is yeah, it, wait, is that what it, am, yeah. I, am I quoting it yeah, wrong? Yeah, on, no, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, okay. yeah. Yeah, I, it I, just, it didn't, it didn't have for me. I can understand what you were saying though too, Nate, with kind of the, the darking and the grittiness of the, of the, the other new ones uh, besides, besides Casino Royale. Um, That's but, what I think. It just, I don't think it had the action or the plot to back up whatever was going on. And like a good Bond movie 
like the old school ones usually always have at least enough plot or at least fun enough action. And I don't think, I don't feel like Her Majesty's Secret Service delivered. Well, maybe it delivered in 1969. Well, <laughs> maybe that's what the people needed to get the man on the moon. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if this movie was made before or after that. You know, we're, we're probably going to get letters of people saying, "Oh, moon, moon's moon landing's not real. It's conspiracy." conspiracy. Ooh, I love, really? I love, I love a good conspiracy about the moon. Do Do we want them to send in their 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 moon landing conspiracies? Do we want that? Or sure, if if the, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll take them. We'll take them. I'm all about yeah, that. Okay. I, love, I love a good conspiracy about. Well, I love a good conspiracy about anything. But you had a the moon is a popular one. A few months ago, you had a conspiracy night. Yeah, we did a conspiracy night at our place. Got a bunch of people over. No, this was like last year. Honestly, it was like in November. Oh, um, but yeah, we had, a while. Yeah, we had some people over, and they all presented different theories. It was more lighthearted and fun. But someone did the the moon. Uh, moon landing was fake, yeah. and it was yeah, it was cool. It's kind of funny to hear. Yeah, but, but anyway, yeah. back to James Bond. See, like, with these newer James Bond films, I think they've been a lot very, very missed besides Casino Royale. And I think yeah. I'm ready for the Bond franchise to go back to its roots of having that little bit of camp, of having that little yes. bit of fun. Because I love to count. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It's just, like, you know, the, the Daniel Craig James Bond films are very intense, and, you know, there's yeah. a lot of great action moments, but it's not like you can be like, oh, yeah, that was a fun movie. Yeah. We get to see, well, okay, it's fun to watch James Bond murder to people sometimes but it's not like oh that was a great fun moment like well, it's, like, it's like when uh sorry i'm gonna have to give some context to this quote uh here real quick but it's like when uh, jim on the office he's he's uh, invited to the finer things club and he's talking with toby oscar and pam mm-hmm. and he's like oh no yeah it was it was a fun read and then toby's like really what was fun about it was it the death of the twins <laughs> <laughs> and he's like uh, uh, and they're like did you read like any of it uh, right yeah it's kind of the same thing it's like oh you're like oh that was just a fun a fun flick very lighthearted. you know it, it didn't those the new bomb films can't really say that about yeah, them and see and i'm ready to i guess return to form back to the originals where you get that yeah that mix more and okay. you know well i think we just need a villain who's actually like trying to do something with world domination where we really oh. haven't I mean, you kind of get that with Spectre, but he was just... It, it wasn't very of, clear, it was, No. It was, same thing. Quantum of Solace was the only other time that there's, like, an actual... But they're still just kind of a... They're, they're a, technically a division in Spectre. Yeah. Exactly. So it was like... And then, like, the first and third one... The third one, I'm just like, why is this even... Yeah, it's, the rat story is good, though. But yeah, other than that, I'm like, why is, is this, why is this... Why are we making a movie about this? Well, mm-hmm. that, that one... Yeah, that was more of, like, a, a side... It wasn't focusing on that main it, it was, Spectre thing. It was, but it was more. It was just like focusing on M, really, on M. and yeah. MI six, so we could kill her off. Yeah, but I did. I spoiler. <laughs> I do. I do like the interaction between uh, the villain in number in number three. And, oh, and he's Bond. a good villain. I just yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we can talk about more of this yeah. later on. Maybe we'll do a Casino Royale film. See, okay. I have a question saved. I don't know because uh, would you guys? Who would you guys want to see play James Bond next? Do we want to do that now, or would you? Would you guys want to do some prep for that so you mm-hmm. can have some answers? Mm. Give me uh, right off the top of my head. I I don't know if I could answer that question. I would like to. I'd like to sleep on it at least. Maybe come back with it next uh, <laughs> next week, next podcast, or or the next time we do or James next Bond. time we do J- James Bond. I which think could be a good topic to discuss, which could be soon again if uh, No Time to Die does get released yeah. in the fall. Oof, that'd be exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I have one in mind, but I, I can hold off. All right. Okay, I guess Thank you, TJ, we'll, for my sake, <laughs> we'll, we'll hold off on the the James Bond casting, but. The, the quote. Let's you want to reveal right. the quote? For oh, yeah. End oh, of the really, show. Really quick. On a Majesty's Secret Service, 5 out of 10 from TJ. 5 oh, out of 10. Okay. I would say, see, oh, we still have not done our, our rating <laughs> we'll system. We'll get to it. No, no, don't worry. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, I, I won't say, 
not a double thumbs up from Chris. No, <laughs> not a double thumbs up or, or five stars. I'll say, yeah, it's not one that I'd be like, oh, you got to watch this one. I'd be like, you know, if you're just kind of, you're there on a Friday night and you got nothing else to do. Yeah, sure. Turn it on. But that could be said about a lot of movies. Yeah. So. And I mean, if you got three hours, on a Friday <laughs> That's night. It's, it's tough. But all, all right. right. Yeah. Let's get to that quote. All right, or quote. Disney. Sorry. Are we taking away from your recommendation? No. Nah, nah. Okay. Well, my, my, well, I would say check it out. Like, not a must see, but like, just check it out. But if you, you know, if you're a fan of James Bond, I think that's one's yeah. definitely worth watching. Yeah, fair. Okay. Because I have a lot of other James Bond films. I'm just like, yeah, don't watch it. Okay. But anyways, okay. The, the quote: Johnny English, the original, the Eng- best English Johnny. <laughs> that's the scene right after they've been attacked in the parking lot and. Um, Johnny thinks his uh, partner Buff was one of the bad guys, and Buff, him. <laughs> Buff knocks the crap out. <laughs> no, John, you're saying Johnny knocks. It. Yeah, Johnny knocks Buff because yeah. he uh, goes underneath the car and he thinks it's the bad guy, and then he like pulls him down by his legs, and then it's Buff, and Buff like That's nails right. his face on top of the car. <laughs> so you're saying there were two of them. So <laughs> just drop it. Yeah, it's great a good movie, funny it's film, very great, funny good James Bond parody. Yeah, it does connect because everything comes back to when you parody a spy movie, you got to talk about James Bond. Yeah, yeah doctrine yeah maybe have you guys ever seen any of the austin powers movies uh, actually no i've been meaning would you guys ever want to see any of the austin powers movies <sighs> also maybe a no <laughs> I, I feel like I maybe one day. just for cultural appraisal yeah yeah but mm. maybe we should watch it maybe we should do maybe should we should do the johnny english trilogy <laughs> yeah uh, finish, finish, it off. finish it off but anyways that's uh that's a podcast for this week yeah, thank you guys for for listening in. We do appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Quotes and Stuff Pod. If you want to send in a letter, I'm talking about send send in your Vin Diesel uh, impersonations <laughs> in a letter. <laughs> well, I mean, an email in an, an electronic email. letter. But there we go. Yeah, if you want to send questions in, send them to Quotes and Stuff Pod at gmail dot com or tag us on Twitter hashtag Quotes and Stuff Pod, and we'll see you guys next time. Adios. Bye.